Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. I'm so grateful that you've joined me on today. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Praying the News with Jennifer LeClaire, a soon-to-come and perhaps on replay already here podcast that will decipher major news headlines from a prophetic lens and teach you how to pray. Amen. Check that out anywhere you listen to podcasts. Go ahead and subscribe to the channel and get in on that. I'm so grateful you've joined me this morning. I'm coming to you live from South Florida, where our headquarters are, Awakening House of Prayer. We have a church here. It is in Fort Lauderdale. Our service times are 1047 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. And we're there every Sunday preaching, praying, casting out devils, and prophesying. Amen. We are seeing God move. We're seeing miracles at Awakening House of Prayer. Yesterday, we saw deaf ears opened and more. Come on over and join us. We're waiting for you. 1047 Ann is a prophetic teaching, or I should say a practical teaching with a prophetic edge. That second service, uh, or the, the first service, actually, you can get that at, also at ahop.online. I'm so excited to start praying. I've gotten ahead of myself. Go check out the online service at ahop.online. Consider becoming an official web church member, ahop.online slash web church. We have officially launched our virtual healing rooms and our virtual prophecy rooms. Guys, this is first come, first serve. There's hundreds of you and a few of us. Be patient and be nice. You'll get your chance. You'll get your turn. We're ready ramping up, virtual life group, virtual pastoral care, virtual prayer line. It's virtual, but it's powerful. Ahop.online slash web church. Check it out. Listen, our second service is School of the Spirit at Ahop. That is where we press into the deeper things of God. We have just wrapped up our Walking in the Watchman series. You can find that online at schoolofthespirit.tv slash watchmen. And we are soon entering in to severing the roots of rejection. If you're in South Florida, that starts on Sunday. If you're not in the region, you'll have to wait a few weeks as we prepare those videos for you, edit them, make sure there's no technical glitches. And you can re- you can sign up for that at schoolofthespirit.tv slash rejection. You need it. We all need it. Amen. God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. And I bind every complaining spirit. You guys, some of you have already started. I do not allow complaining on my broadcast. Just so you know, you do not have the right to come on here and pollute our Holy Ghost fund this morning. So don't even try it. Let it loose. Let it go. Amen. And join in the prayer so you can be blessed because today's devotion comes from evenings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still small voice of God. And today's devotion is titled, Walk in Love with the Unlovely. Oh, dear God in heaven, help us. Walk in love with the unlovely. And here's the devotion for today. Here's what I heard the Lord say. Loving people who betray you may sound impossible and may seem impossible, but nothing is impossible in Christ. Hmm. I'm going to read that again in case you didn't hear it. Loving people who betray you may sound impossible and it may seem impossible, but nothing is impossible in Christ. 
All things are possible to the one who believes. Believe me for the grace you need to walk in love, even and especially when you would rather retaliate against them or curse them behind their backs. Choose to walk in love. It's really a choice, says the spirit of the living God. Dear God, help us. Whoo, Jesus, give us grace. Today's scripture references Matthew 6, 14 and 15, 1 Corinthians 13, 1 through 13. Go read all those verses. And 1 Peter 4, verse 8. Now the prayer starter for the devotional. Lord, you amaze me. You are love. And it's easy for you to love all people, no matter how they're treating you. I need to grow in love. I need to grow in grace. Please shed your love abroad in my heart. And help me choose love on all occasions. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we give you praise this morning. And we glorify your name. Because you are worthy. No matter what is going on in our life. Whether we're on the mountaintop or whether we're in the desert. You are worthy of our praise. So we offer you the sacrifice of praise this morning. We thank you that you are a very present help in time of need. We are inspired by your goodness. You truly are better than we think you are. As good as we think you are, you are better than that. You are more than that. You are our everything, the lifter of our heads, the lover of our souls. And we exalt you in the nations today because there is no other God, period. There are demon powers, there are fallen angels, there are principles, but there is no other God. There are idols, but there is, you are <laughs> the great I am. And we exalt you in our lives today, not just in our nation, but in our lives. We choose this day to serve you with our whole heart, leaving nothing out of your hands, acknowledging you. In all of our ways so that you can direct our steps to the blessing that you have ordained for us to the breakthrough that you have ordained for us. We are so grateful. We thank you, God. You are faithful even when we're not faithful and there's just nobody like you. No one compares to you. You are the bright and morning star. You are the lily of the valley. You are Jehovah Rapha, and you are our deliverer. You are whatever we need you to be in the moment because you're everything we could ever hope for, everything we've ever dreamed of. That is our God. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are the beautiful, beautiful God. The beauty of your holiness is remarkable. It's astounding, and we're grateful. We're grateful. We're grateful this morning, God. Help us to maintain an attitude of gratitude in every season, no matter what we're facing, no matter what we're up against, no matter what is going wrong, and no matter what is going right, help us to cultivate an attitude of gratitude. Let us make that our new power habit. Because, Lord, we know that you are worthy of our praise and our gratitude, and many times we don't even catch you blessing us. We don't discern your hand at work in our lives. There's times where we don't see how you're moving. 
But even if we don't see you, we know that you're moving. So we're going to thank you. Even when we don't see the change that we want, we're going to thank you. Even before the breakthrough manifests, we're going to thank you. Even when it seems like we're hanging on by a thread, we're at our wits end. God, we're going to keep on thanking you because we know that you are not a man that you should lie, nor the son of man that you should repent. You will show up for us at the right time. You are the on time God. You've never once been late, ever, <laughs> never. <laughs> You've never once been late. You're always with us all the time, surrounding us with favor like a shield. Your blessings are chasing us down and overtaking us. We don't always discern your movement in our lives. We don't always discern the enemy's movement in our lives. We want to. We want to discern your presence so we can glorify you all the more, so we can exalt your name all the more, so we can rejoice in you all the more. We want to discern your hand moving in our lives. Help us to catch you blessing us, God. Help us to see how you are working behind the scenes, working all things together for the good because we love you and we're called according to your purpose. You have made us great and precious promises. <laughs> you have made us who we are, created us, recreated us into the image of Christ. We were dead to sin. But now we are alive to righteousness and we're so grateful. We're so grateful. Help us to discern your leadership in our lives. Help us to discern your presence in our lives. Help us to discern your movement in our life, God. We don't want to be dull of spirit. We don't want to be slack. We don't want to be dull of hearing, dull of vision. We want to be sharp. We want to be sharper than any two-edged sword. We want to be sharp. We want to be sharp. We want to be sharp in the spirit, God. We want to be accurate in the spirit, God. We want to see you coming. We want to see the enemy coming so we can block him, bind him, forbid him from coming into our midst. But we want to discern your entrance. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. <laughs> the king of glory is trying to come in. So, Father, we lift up our heads. We look up from where our redemption draws nigh. We look up to the throne room. We look up to our great and mighty God who has promised never to leave us, never to forsake us, even until the end of the age. We look to you. We're going to keep our eyes on you. We don't want to miss a thing, God. We don't want to miss a thing, God. We don't want to miss a thing. We don't we don't want to we don't want to misinterpret what you're saying. We don't want to miss out on what you're trying to do in our lives being uncooperative because we did not discern the day of our visitation. Help us God. Make us so sensitive to your spirit, to your love that you've shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Make us more sensitive to your love God. <laughs> Make us more sensitive to your grace God. <laughs> Make us more sensitive, God, to your power that dwells on the inside of us. Jesus, 
The power that raised Christ from the dead dwells on the inside of us. His name is Holy Spirit. He is the power that raised Christ from the dead. He is the power that brings dead things back to life in our own situations, our own circumstances. He raises up and resurrects our finances. He raises up and resurrects relationships. He raises up and resurrects careers. New beginnings, new beginnings, new beginnings, new beginnings, new beginnings. I decree new beginnings in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody. I decree new beginnings in the name of Jesus. I decree new beginnings in the name of Jesus. And the Lord would say to you today, let those old things pass away. Let them go. Stop holding on to something that I've told you to let go of so you can grab hold of the new thing. But the Lord says you can't grab hold of the new thing as long as you're gripping and holding fast to the old thing. I am trying to send you into a new season unencumbered, says the Lord. I am trying to send you into your next with a freedom and with an understanding of your purpose like nothing you've ever experienced before. I am trying to send you into the next with a boldness and a courage to fight the battles that you need to win in order to go even higher and even higher and even even higher, says the Lord, for I have prepared a new glory for you and you will step into it by faith in the son of God and his goodness and his grace. You will step into it when you let go, when you step out of the past season. It is up to you, says the Lord. You get to choose where you will walk. You get to choose how high you want to go in this season. I have prepared a table for you in the presence of your enemies. I have prepared a new anointing for you, a new mantle for you. I have things ready and set up for you to walk into, says the Lord. Will you walk into them? It's up to you, says the Lord. And we say, <laughs> come on, we say, yes, Lord. We say, yeah, we will step out of that old season. We will not, come on, we will not allow fear to keep us stuck in a place from which you are trying to deliver us. <laughs> we will not allow fear of the, the unknown. I see that. I see that, Lord. The fear of the unknown. I come against it in the name of Jesus. I see that, Lord. The Lord is trying to get us to come out of our comfort zones into the unknown. Come on. Did you hear what I said? The Lord is trying to get us to come out of our comfort zones and into the unknown. It takes a boldness. It takes courage. It takes bravery. So, Father, would you give us the courage? Would you help us to see what is keeping us stuck? in a season that you're trying to deliver us from. It's not that it was a bad season. Come on. It's not that it was a bad season. Come on. It's just that the season is over. For some of you, you're lingering in a season that is over. It's technically over. God is trying to shift you. Come on, I'm talking to you prophetically this morning. He's trying to shift you. Some of you, he's trying to shift you. It's not there was anything bad about your season. <laughs> There's just something better in the next season. And we don't want to lose any time. For some of you, the season that you're in is horrifying. It's a horror show. Believe me, I know. <laughs> I'm in a horror show season right now. It's horror shows everywhere. It's carnage everywhere. It's death and disease and surgical operations and deathbeds everywhere. 
And I don't want to stay here one more moment than I have to. If you're going through hell, the secret is don't camp out in the middle of hell. Just keep going. Put one foot in front of the other and keep moving forward. You can do it. Whatever grief you're suffering, whatever pain you're enduring, whatever disappointment has plagued your mind, you can do it. You can go forward. You can keep moving. Just put one foot in front of the other. You can do it. Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest for your souls. So, Father, help us to enter into your rest. Help us to enter into your courage. Help us, Lord, to enter into the season that you have for us. We don't want to leave a season prematurely. <laughs> we can't shift our own seasons. Our times are in your hands, God. Our times are in your hands. We can't shift ourselves. But you can shift us, and we can cooperate with your shifting. So help us to cooperate with the shift, God. And help us, Lord, to receive grace to stand in the season we're in if we must endure hardship, if we must endure sorrow, if we must endure pain, if we must endure. Give us the grace to endure. If we must stand and withstand in the evil day, in the evil season that we find ourselves in, give us grace to endure. Because your grace is sufficient. We know that it is. Sometimes it doesn't feel that way, but we know that it is. You told Paul the apostle, my grace is sufficient for you. For in your weakness, I will make show myself strong. <laughs> Jesus, when we are weak, he is strong. So help us in our infirmities, God. Help us in our weaknesses, God. Help us to step into the place you want us. If we're misplaced, Help us to find the right place. If we're slow in moving out of a season, accelerate our, uh, our understanding that we need to move with you. We need to move, live and move and have our being in you. You are the only way. You're not just the way. You're the only way. You're not just the truth. You're the only truth. You're not just the life. You're the only life. Lord, we're willing to lay down our life for the sake of the gospel. If we lay down our life, we save it. If we try to hold on to our life, we lose it. Those are your words, Jesus. So help us today to be willing to follow you into whatever season you've ordained for us. Not staying in a place too long, not leaving a place a season too early, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Help us to renew our minds, to present our bodies as a living sacrifice so that we can understand what is the good, perfect, acceptable will of the Lord. We don't want to be conformed to the world. We don't want to respond like the world. We want to respond like Jesus. So help us. Help us today. Help us today to do what we could never do without you. We're asking for your help. And I know that you're gracious. And I know that you will help us because that's who you are. You're our helper. You'll never leave us. Never forsake us. Even to the end of the age, you're always with us. You are that very present help in time of need. So help us shift our seasons according to your timing, not ours, according to your word, not ours, according to your dream for our life, your destiny, not what we think we should do, but what we know you want us to do. And we say, yes, God, we say, yes, <laughs> we say, yes, we say, yes, we say, yes, come on. We say, yes, yes, God, yes. Yes to your will. Yes to your way. Yes. 
in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Speaking of shifting, let's shift into this next season or this next segment. <laughs> I'm ready to shift. Can you tell? I'm ready to shift. I'm ready to, oh, Shaba. I'm ready to shift out of this season of horror shows right now. Right now, we're going to shift into the next segment. Share this with somebody quickly. Share it on your timeline. Ping somebody in the room. Send a message. Tag somebody. Do whatever you have to do to get somebody in this room because we're going to press into our divine body armor even now. Let me get my sip of water. I want to read this to you. This is a familiar passage, but I need you to get this today. I need you to get it. I need you to understand it. These are the words of Paul the Apostle, who was, by the way, a warrior. He wrestled the beast at Ephesus. I imagine it was a principality of some kind. Actually, Artemis uh, the Great was over the region of Ephesus. Artemis was the goddess Diana, which is related to the spirit of Jezebel. So Paul knows a thing or two about warfare. He wrestled this beast at Ephesus. And he said this in Ephesians 6, familiar passage, but we're going somewhere with this. He said a final word. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Now, let me stop right there. Notice he didn't say. Be strong in yourself. <laughs> Not that we shouldn't be strong, but our strength comes from him. Especially when we're weak, when we're weary, when we're in the middle of a long trial or a long battle. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Not your willpower. Your willpower will only take you so far. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on God's all God's armor so that he so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. That means if you put on your body armor, would you listen to me? If, you, if you're listening, say amen. And did you hear this? If you put on your body armor, that is part of what, what enables you to stand. Do you see it? You put on the armor so that you will be able to stand firm against what? All strategies of the devil. So what, listen, listen to me. This means whatever the devil throws at you. <laughs> if you're armored up, if you've got on your divine body armor, and no matter what the devil throws at you, you're, you're prepared. You are ready because your armor is impenetrable, right? Are you following me? He says, for we are not wrestling or we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers of this dark world, and against evil spirits in heavenly places. Therefore, now whenever you see a therefore in scripture, you have to ask what the therefore is there for. What is it there for? He's saying, listen, here's my final word. Put on the God's armor so you can stand firm against everything the devil throws at you, reminding you that you're not fighting people, you're fighting demons. And because of this, because you're not fighting people, if you were fighting people, you could just punch them in the face. Of course, as Christians, we would never do that. If you were fighting people, you know, you could just duke it out. You know, back in the in the medieval times, they had sword fights. And back in the Civil War days, they had duels with guns because they were fighting each other. But he's saying, no, since you're not fighting people, therefore, you need God's armor. Right. A uh, 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 punching. Uh, uh, what do you call those? Bo boxing gloves aren't going to do it for you. 
right? A gun, a knife, is it going to do it for you? You've got to put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. The, then after the battle, you will be standing firm even after the battle. If you don't armor up, you won't be able to stand in the battle. You won't be standing after the battle. You'll be somewhere licking your wounds. Do you, do you, do you hear me? Stand your ground. Putting on the belt of truth, listen, and the body armor of God's righteousness. It's body armor. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And by the way, pray in the spirit at all times on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. One of your spiritual warfare strategies needs to be making intercession for others. Because if you stand in the gap for others in their war, God will raise up somebody else to stand in the gap for you in your war. That's just how the kingdom works. God is good. Let's pray. Did you catch it? Father, the name of Jesus, would you help us today to remember that the devil has no armor? <laughs> he has no armor. He has no armor. He is vulnerable to the name of Jesus. He is vulnerable to the word of God. He is vulnerable to the blood. He is vulnerable, but we don't have to be vulnerable. We can choose to be strong in you, to lean on your strength when we feel weak. To press into your power when we feel like we're about to faint. We can put on your divine body armor so that we can stand firm. Not running away, not shrinking back, not fainting in the day of adversity, but so that we can stand firm, resolute, confident, courageous. That nothing the devil throws our way will have a lasting effect. That even if the enemy gets in a fiery dart here or there because we were unaware, that you'll work it together for good. So help us to dress up in our body armor every day because we're not fighting against people. We're fighting against an unseen enemy in an unseen realm. Evil spirits, principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places. It's a jungle out there in the spirit. It's something that we need to understand. So help us to remember that. Help us, Lord, to put on the whole armor of God prophetically as a prophetic act. Let's do it right now. Help us, Lord. We put on our belt of truth right now and we tighten it one notch in the name of Jesus. The belt of truth that holds together all the rest of the armor. So help us not to forget that belt. Help us, Lord, to put on uh, the armor of God's righteousness, the breastplate of righteousness understanding who we are in Christ. So the enemy tries to tell us who we're not. We can say it is written. The devil tempted Jesus in the wilderness and said, if you are the son of God, but we know who we are. Jesus knew who he was and we know who we are in him. So we will not be fooled by this tactic of the enemy. We're going to put on that breastplate of righteousness. We're going to put on the shoes of peace. Help us, Lord, to walk in peace because it drives the enemy absolutely batty when he throws everything he's got at us and we stand in peace with a smile on our face as God sings songs of deliverance over us. Ah, sarabashe roboshe. Help us, Lord, to hold up the shield of faith so that we can stop and quench every fiery dart and every flaming missile of the devil. 
Help us, Lord, to remember to hold up that shield. I thank you that your favor surrounds us like a shield. I thank you that you are our rear guard. I thank you, Lord, but you've told us in your word, we've got to do our part. You're doing your part. So as we lift up our shield of faith, God, help us not to grow weary, but to stand and withstand in the evil day and to put on the helmet of salvation, remembering the covenant, the benefits of our covenant, protection, provision. You are our protector, our defender, and the battle belongs to you. Nevertheless, we need to armor up. So help us, Lord, not to be uh, lukewarm about warfare, but to be fiery hot, understanding that we are your battle axe, that we are soldiers in the army of God, and the enemy has nothing on you, and we are in you. And you will give us battle plans and strategies. And help us, Lord, to swing the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Help us get the right scripture for the right warfare. To have the right strategy, the right battle plan, so that we know what scripture is going to make the devil flee seven ways. He might come at us one way, but he's going to flee seven ways. And help us, Lord, to remember to pray in the spirit, capital S, all the time, on every occasion. Help us, Lord, to make uh, praying in the spirit part of our daily lifestyle. Help us to stay alert and be persistent in prayers for people everywhere, not just for our four and no more, our, our life and nobody else. But help us, Lord, to stand in the gap for others who are experiencing warfare instead of just saying, oh, I'm praying for you, sister. I'm praying for you, brother. Help us to actually follow through and really, truly pray for those who are fighting a battle that they don't know how to win. They need reinforcements. Let us be, use us, God, as reinforcers of your will and the lives of those who are facing onslaughts so that when we face the onslaught, <laughs> you'll raise up others to fight with us and for us. God, we thank you for this body armor. We thank you, Lord, for the whole armor of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody thank him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We honor you. You are the glorious, victorious warrior God, and there's nobody like you. You are amazing. You are awesome. You've never lost a battle. Your armor is impenetrable. We will put it on. We will remember to wear it. We will not leave it hanging in the closet or left at the dry cleaners, but we will wear it all day, every day. And we will win. We will enforce your will in the earth, in our lives, in our families, and we will win. We will win. We will win. You already won the victory, so we can't lose if we don't quit. So help us endure the battles, the trials. Help us endure the hardships and the horror shows. Help us endure wearing our armor and praising you as we go. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, God is good. Isn't he good? Come on, if God is good, say yes, Lord. Say something. He's good. He's listening. He's watching. He's pleased with us when we pray. He, the Bible says he delights in the prayers of the righteous. And that's you. So he delights in this prayer. When we all come together and agree, one can put a thousand to flight. Two can put 10,000 to flight. Hashtag we stand together. Amen. 
We stand together. God is so, so, so good all the time. I want to remind you, this broadcast today is sponsored by Praying the News with Jennifer LeClaire. Uh, the trailer for the podcast is up wherever you listen to podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. The trailer is up, and we're launching that soon. I'm going to be sharing with you news that matters most in the moment through a prophetic lens and helping you understand how to pray accordingly. We need to see through these headlines what the Holy Spirit is saying so that we can stand and withstand in the evil days that we find ourselves in. Go find that, Praying the News with Jennifer LeClaire. That will launch just soon. If it hasn't already, check it out wherever you listen to podcasts. God is good all the time, all the time. We'll remind you of the shock. Uh, what do I remind you of? I want to remind you, it's been 30 seconds, letting you know how you can sew today. If this helped you, we're going to spend 30 seconds on this. You can send a Facebook uh, star. You can use the YouTube stickers. You can sew directly to our, thank you, Farah, our, uh, our missions arm at jenniferleclair.org slash missions, jenniferleclair.org slash missions. I've got 20 seconds to tell you this, so write it down or go to the website, jenniferleclair.org slash donate. You can use... <laughs> The podcast is called Praying the News with Jennifer LeClaire, Lindsay. Uh, Cash App is dollar sign prophetic books. PayPal is paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. Text to give is text the word pray to 754-701-2161. The P.O. Box is 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. Again, Cash App, dollar sign prophetic books, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is Venmo at Jennifer LeClaire and uh, on so forth and so on. Father, thank you today for those who are sowing to help us expand the ministry and the gospel into the nations and to equip believers for the work of the ministry. We ask you to bless this offering and multiply it back to the givers in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I want to remind you of the Severing the Roots of Rejection course. If you're in the uh, South Florida area, you just come on by Awakening House of Prayer and hang out with us. And if you're not, then you're going to want to go to schoolofthespirit.tv slash rejection, schoolofthespirit.tv slash rejection, and get involved in that. You'll see the start date right there on the page. Please do me a big favor and just read it, and then all your questions are answered right there. The start date is there. Uh, the names of the classes are there, and there's even a little trailer so you can sort of get an idea. Uh, the description's there. Do me a favor when you go over there, just read it before you ask a lot of questions. It'll save you a lot of time. Uh, right now we're in between uh, some things, and it uh, be easier for us if, if you just please read what you're signing up for. That'd be awesome. Schoolofthespirit.tv slash rejection. We want to help you break free from every tie and lie that binds you know this is a uh, rejection is a thief and when you understand the rejection rejection is demonic agenda you'll get so mad you'll fight back some of you are oppressed repressed depressed uh and so forth and so on by this spirit of rejection it's influencing your life in ways that you may not understand and not everybody has a spirit of rejection though don't don't hear me wrong uh, but many people do, and you will have uh, a rejection attack at some point in your life. If you haven't already, uh, you will, you know, Jesus said, if they hated me, they'll hate you. So hate, uh, that's a little bit beyond rejection, isn't it? They're rejecting you if they hate you. And so this is something that's common to man. We want to learn how to how discern the roots of your rejection, because the roots of your rejection may not be the same as somebody else's roots. 
different things happen. What is the source? What is the root? You want to perceive the fruit of rejection. How is this rejection manifesting in your life? And what problems is it causing you? We want to learn how to detect the voice of that spirit of rejection. Why? Because the, the, it has a very subtle voice. And sometimes it has a nagging voice. Sometimes it has a very loud voice, depending on where you are in that spectrum of rejection. You want to discover how uh, how uh, how rejection uh, skews your perception, right? Because you're seeing things through the wrong lens if you're looking through the eyes of rejection. Bottom line, you are having vain imaginations and you're seeing things wrongly. Want to discern your rejection triggers. Recognize rejection cycles. Reject rejection mindsets. Then find deliverance from rejection. Healing rejection's damage. It's a process. Developing an acceptance mentality. Living a rejection-free life. And so much more. You can watch this online on demand at your leisure. You don't have you, the classes are not going to be live unless you're in our South Florida facility. We give a few weeks lag time in case there's a broken camera or uh, some kind of other issue that would prevent me from putting the classes up or teaching the classes in a timely manner. This never happened, but we like to give ourselves a couple week cushion. So get on over there and sign up now. This is on Early Bird School of the Spirit TV slash rejection is where you're going to find that. Amen. You got to fight back. Jesus, 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 Jesus. All right, guys, I'm going to dip out a little bit early today because I've been out of the out of the uh, office for two solid weeks. And this week is a short week as well, isn't it? So let me go. I love you guys. I will see you on the other side. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.